Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are now listening to You Betcha, hosted by me, Charlie, and my good friend and co-host of this show, Jack Howard. How are you doing? Dude, all right, man. Look, I'm going to be real. This is last week was my first time going negative, and I know you didn't have a great week either. Do we? Maybe we just don't know ball, man. Starting to think it. It was just a weird week. I mean, it's the thing about the NFL, you really can't ever predict it. I mean, that was this is my first week going negative in this entire show. I went six and ten. Yeah. Um, some bad beats, some just teams getting embarrassed, the Chargers. That really screwed me. And the Vikings, but hey. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jack, what was your record? I was five and six. I was five and three on the games, like the the games we talked about, and uh, then I missed all three of my locks and underdogs together because I had like two locks. Um, that under for the Raiders Chargers was smashed in the second quarter by one team, and the Jacks suck at football, so the over didn't hit. And my underdog was Arizona at plus fourteen and a half. They lost by sixteen. So let's go betting. Yeah, uh, I mean, there are some couple of good games this week, some also some really ugly games, I guess you would say. Uh, starting off, a really important game for playoff purposes, uh, Thursday Night Football, Rams, Saints. Um, the over-under is 46.5, and the Rams are 4.5-point favorites. Um, Jack, the Saints team is weird. One week they look good, next week they look bad. This Rams team honestly is better than what the record says. I'm I'm gonna be all over uh Rams minus four. Um, yep. Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua have starting to come alive these last couple of weeks. Um and then I'm also gonna take the over. I feel like the Rams have a good offense. It's really risky taking the over just because you don't know what version of the Saints offense you're getting. But they still put up, I believe, twenty four on a pretty good uh, Giants defense. So that's that's yep. how I'm feeling about this game. Yeah. So here's the thing: is New Orleans hasn't they've blown out? They've had two blowout wins. They haven't put up 300 yards either time. Shout out to looking like frauds. First two is Pittsburgh, which we called out on the show, and then New Orleans. Now, I think the Rams are a sleeper contender. If they get in the playoffs and go play at Detroit. I'd probably take the Rams over Detroit in that wild card round, especially Matt Stafford going back there um, just to kind of push ahead to what I'm thinking. But I'd like the Rams to cover as well. I like the under because I think it's going to be a blowout. I like <laughs> I think this is uh, Saints Twitter is going to continue to lose their mind about Derek Carr. I bet this is like a 34 to 10 game. The over is 46 and a half. I bet the Rams blow them out of the water and be real. Yeah, I mean, it, it easily could be like that. But I just feel like Thursday night games this year have delivered on points. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, true. It's trend. I mean, it's it's the opposite way on Monday night games, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Next game. At the beginning of the season, this looked like, oh boy, we have a good one on our hands. But <laughs> it's probably not going to be. Uh, Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills, uh, going on the road. To the Los Angeles Chargers, um, the Bills are 10.5-point favorites, over-under 43.5. Jack, what do you have mm -hmm. on this one? Buffalo can't lose out. 
if they win Sunday and the Cowboys win Sunday, which we'll get to, then all they have to do is beat Miami on January 7th and they win the division, not even get in the playoffs, but they win the division. They can't lose out because the AFC wildcard race is so close. And yes, the Bills aren't an eight and six talent team, but they're eight and six and they can't, there's nothing they can do about that. That's the fact of the matter, getting in the playoffs. So I not only like them to win, I like them to pummel the Chargers. I like the cover. I like the over as well. 43 and a half for a Bills secondary that really isn't that good. I mean, you even get to really see the Cowboys expose it, but um, because apparently we suck. But I like the cover. In fact, it's my lock of the week. Buffalo minus 10 and a half. Make sure you get that 10 and a half. If it goes to 11, don't take it. And I like the over at 43 and a half as well. I bet it's like a 37 to 13 type game. Backdoor late touchdown. Josh Palmer. Uh, yeah. So I saw this line because I just I just did my notes like 15 minutes ago. Uh, the line has moved to 12. Jeez. Um, so I'm taking, I think if it was anything lower under 11, I would have taken bills, but I'm going to take chargers plus 12. Uh, and then I'm solely just going to take the under as well. Uh, um, this, yes, this bills offense has gotten better. Um, but the last couple of, I think I, I, I had the stat last week, but this Bills team, they don't put up that many points. They like to suffocate you, and I really think that their defense is good. I mean, no Justin Herbert. I imagine Keenan Allen will be back. Easton Stick did look pretty good last week. Yes, a lot of it was garbage time football. The only reason why I'm taking Chargers plus 12, one, because the line's that big. Two, it is a brand-new coach um, taking over yeah. four of the Chargers. And sometimes that works in the NFL – so far this year, it really hasn't, but I feel like eventually it does have to work, and I feel like the Bills always do play down to their opponents. I mean, you've you've seen it this year um, when they to the Jets uh, on the road to the Patriots. Um, both those games were on the road, so yeah, they're it, it's they're, just, they're super similar to the Cowboys. They're the two of them are the best home teams in the league. And I don't know what it is, man. Nothing changes when you go away other than where you sleep and maybe some of the audible calls, but like in terms of the Routine. crowds loud. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I just don't get it. Also, you're, you're right. I didn't think about, I do normally pick when a head coach, I talk about this, a head coach gets fired. I usually hammer that team as the underdog I worked with the Raiders went terrible with the Panthers. I don't think it works here. I think the team's totally just, Mentally checked out until someone else steps in. Also, uh, you're right that Bills have arguably the most athletic defensive line of the league, and they'll get after Easton Stick because Kellen Moore hates to run the ball. So uh, that's yeah, another they really don't have a running back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Austin Eckler, I think, had nine yards on five carries Thursday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, you you take over this next game, Jack. Yeah, um, look, if there's one team I've been spot on, there's two teams I've been spot on about this year. It's been Philly and Dallas. I think I've picked every single game correctly. I picked the Seahawks as my underdog last week, came out, they won. And then Dallas, who, you know, if you listen to the show for a while, is my team. I said that Buffalo would pound the rock and beat them. I did not think it would be that bad of a beatdown. And I, I think that has an effect because now the Dallas Cowboys are the biggest media 
magnet in the world when it comes to sports. So now they have a week to sit and hear about how they can't win on the road. I truly do think that these guys mentally are different. I've watched this team for 23 years, and most Cowboys fans are, this year's different, this year. I've never been one of those fans, but I think the mentality this year is a little different. And you can tell just by Philly coming in, you beat them by 20, whatever. Point is, they have to get a win on the road versus a good team. Tyreek is probably not playing. Um, even with that, Dallas is still vulnerable running, but I think their trenches get back on track. I like the Dallas money line. I think the trenches bounce back, and I also like the over here. Yeah, Jake, I also, am. Compare, oh, sorry. I was about to say also, apparently the Dolphins suck in December, so. They do suck in uh, December. Um, yeah. I'm uh, the complete opposite of you. Nice. And it's it's really a toss-up. I mean, the line shows that. I just, I don't like the narrative. I use the narrative that the Cowboys are frauds to piss you off. But I also <laughs> don't like the, I don't like that the Dolphins are being told they're frauds either. Even though how much I don't like the Dolphins. I mean, yes, they've not beat a a good team this year. But a lot of their games are close. In Philly, that was a pretty close game. They lost by a touchdown in Germany, but that was in Germany. I just, I feel like with their two-headed monster of A-Chain and Mostert, Mostert has 20 20 or 21 touchdowns on the year, which is absurd. Like 20, 21. I think he scored two times the other night. Yeah, he did. He has four in his last two games. Um, It's just solely because of their ability to run the ball, and you saw how Dallas was last, last week. But yes, even without Tyree Kill, they still have some pretty good uh, weapons. I mean, I think they'll still, they honestly could put A chain in Tyree Kill's position, not put up those kind of numbers, but I still think we'll be able to show the ability to move that ball laterally. Um, so I'm going to take Dallas minus one and a half. Not Dallas, Miami, Miami. minus one and a half. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to take the under just because I think both teams will try to run the ball a lot. At least Dallas. I think should try to run the ball a lot more. Yes, Tony Pollard carries, please. He he looked good against Buffalo, and you got this isn't a, this isn't a breakdown of the game, but yes, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I I do think it's going to be a high intense running game. I honestly wish they would flex this game into like Christmas, like the four thirty Christmas game, but of course they would never do that. Nope. Um, but yeah, <laughs> next game, barn burner. Uh, <laughs> New England going on the road to Denver. Denver's six and a half point favorites. I really don't get that line personally. Over under 34 and a half. Yes, New England has looked terrible, but they've looked better in the last couple of weeks. The last two weeks specifically. Um, I, they put up a good fight against the Chiefs this past week. Um, Bailey Zapp had a pretty good game. I, I, I don't trust Denver, Jack. I don't trust Fair. him to cover six and a half. And then that line is too low. I, I honestly think I saw on ESPN 34 and a half. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm going to take Pats plus seven. And then the over, I know the Pats have covered the last two weeks. Because I think last week the line was 10 and a half. They lost by 10. Um, and then I'm also going to take the over just because I think uh, Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh. New, sorry, I am having a stroke right now. <laughs> uh, 
I honestly think New England could put up 20, 21 points by themselves. Um, and then, I mean, as long as Denver puts up 21 of themselves, I mean, it's it's a guarantee a lock for the over, but it's not my lock. So, Yeah. Uh, we we feel the exact opposite, which is kind of funny. Um, look, I yeah, the notes are typed up wrong. Um, yes, New England didn't cover last week. The final spread was eight. Uh, I know because it hurt my wallet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I also just think that the Chiefs are just not that good, really. Honestly, I think it's the worst receiving core a superstar quarterback has had to deal with in a very, very, very long time. I mean. Even even Brady had Edelman, and Edelman would be uh, Randy Moss compared to some of these guys on the uh, Chiefs. I mean, they're forced to play Kadarius Tony, and he's he's he, like he's literally lost the three games. That's not an exaggeration. So, and I'm not usually like that about one player, but damn man, he he sucks. How's he on an NFL roster? Anyways, um, New England's terrible. I think Pittsburgh's that much of frauds. I think Kansas City's just not that good. I believe in the way Denver has played. Um, coming from, I mean, they beat the Chiefs by double digits. I like Denver minus six and a half at home. New England's offense is still terrible. Denver's defense is still great. And the Pats kind of, I mean, they, I think they're still without Stevenson. Um, but I, I like Denver minus six and a half. And I like under 36 and a half. Bump it up two points. I like that under... I just don't see a lot of points getting thrown around here. It's a small line, but we know there's a scoring problem in the NFL right now. So I like Denver minus six and a half, and I like the under at 36 and a half, not 34. Yeah, I mean, at least one of us is guaranteed to get something right this week. Yep. I mean, we have to, you would think. Uh, Moving into the next game, last game of the week, um, San Fran, Baltimore, San Fran's five and a half point favorites over under 46 and a half. I mean, this, this generally could be a Super Bowl, Jack. I think it is. Um, I mean, I was on the pick at the beginning of the season. I know I predicted the Baltimore, I think to go 13 and four. That's looking pretty good right now. Um, again, like I say, Isaiah likely is a dog. I've been preaching that the last couple of weeks, ever since Mark Andrews went down. But you can't you can't bet against the San Fran team, Jack. Uh, nope. Um, they come out week in, week out, and punch you in the mouth, no matter who it is. Um, so I'm going to take San Fran minus five and a half. I feel like that you you have to. Uh, Baltimore has looked shaky a couple of weeks. I mean, honestly, Jacksonville makes their two field goals and doesn't run a play with three seconds left and land inbounds instead of running out of bounds or throw a pass in the end zone could be looking at a, a, a much different line here at five and a half um, and then I'm also going to take the under uh, just Baltimore's offense I think has taken a step back without Mark Andrews um, and then I feel like Baltimore still has a good defense so Kyle Hamilton's a dog I feel like I see these say that word every week with Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Um, so yeah, give me San Fran minus five and a half in the under. I don't think that was the draft with Micah. 
Um, I think it was the draft after, and I think I believe Kyle Hamilton was the best defender in that draft. I'll have to check, but I'm a I'm a big Hamilton guy. He was great at Notre Dame. Um, look, I a couple weeks ago came on here and I said San Fran would roll Philly. San Fran rolled Philly. I truly don't think I've seen a team this dominant because I was seven when New England went nineteen and one or whatever eighteen and one. <clears throat> I don't think I've seen a team this dominant that I truly don't think no one else can stop. That being said, I do think it's an early Super Bowl preview, and I really like the Ravens. They're a great team. I think if they see them again, it'll be a lot closer. But similar to what I said a few weeks ago, I like San Fran minus 5.5, and, a half, and I, I think they're going to beat the hell out of the Ravens, man. I think it's at least going to be a 10-point game if you want to take a minus 9 or whatever, honestly. I, I don't think that's a terrible bet, but I'm saying take the minus 5. My bet's going to be minus five and a half. If you want to take minus nine and a half, I think they kick them in. I, it's in San Fran. This team dominates you, man. They're physical. They're going to punch you in the mouth over and over and over again. And then over and over and over, like Marshawn said. Um, and I don't think Baltimore, like you said, I think they've taken a step back. I'm going to take the over. I see a 31 to 21 type game, maybe a 31 to 20. That still hits the over. 46 and a half is a lot of points. But I do think San Fran handles them. I don't think it's close. That being said, I even though I believe that, I think if Baltimore sees them down the road, it won't be this much of a teeth kicking. It'll be neutral site. But this time around, San Fran is going to kill them. Yeah, two like two three two or three things I want to say. One, um, Kyle Hamilton was in the twenty twenty two draft. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Kyle Hamilton was the second best defensive player taken. Uh, Sauce Gardner was first. Okay. Um, sure. Um, <laughs> the two slash three thing I wanted to say. Um, one, a couple of things I'm scared about is first one being underdogs on Monday Night Football have won like six or seven outright in a row. Yeah. Now, um, ESPN posted that stat. They want people to bet on that. Yes. No, take I agree. That would, take that for whatever you think it is. They want people to bet on that. I want them to be aware that whenever no, that's, someone posts that. that goes, that's why it goes behind my pick. Oh, but yeah, the other yeah, thing yeah. is how common unders have been outside of the double Monday night game last week. Both those games hit the over. Yeah. But before that, I think all but one Monday night game, the over has hit. So, uh, um, yeah, that's that's what I have. Jack, uh, let me hear your locks of the week. Well, one of them is that Buffalo minus 10.5. The other one is Colts-Falcons over 44.5. I mean, this Colts team, Tampa's secondary, I guess, isn't that great. But the Colts defense is arguably the worst in the league. It's up there with uh, the Packers. Shout out Seabass. And the Colts defense is terrible, but their offense is really good. We, we joke about how the Colts game's always a lock. I think this one's a lock. 44 and a half. Heineke's there. 27-24. That hits the lock. That murders the the over. I definitely think that hits. And Atlanta. And I mean, either way, it'd be in a dome. But um, underdog of the week, I like the Giants plus 11. Philly, even though they'll probably win, right? Still, still, their offense hasn't figured it out. They still haven't beat a team by double digits, I think. They haven't blown out a team yet. They haven't beat a team by 11 yet. And, yeah, the Giants aren't that great. It's a division rival. Washington gave these guys hell twice. Tommy DeVito's coming in. 
and he's ready to ball out, and he's getting that extension, baby. Daniel Jones is going to the curb, but I like Giants plus 11. Um, you know what? Plus, take the extra half, plus 11 and a half. Be safe. Um, make sure you bet Boston Scott anytime touchdown. He scores every time he plays against the Giants. I'm not even kidding. I'm going really? to do that. Yes. Luckily, I'll be in New York, so I only have to put five on it. <laughs> you should go to the game. Actually, it's in Philly. I lied. Don't go yeah, to that. No. I'm not going to the Jets game, and I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, Wait, who um, did I play? Sorry. Washington. Washington, made, right. Yeah. 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 Go. Um, my two underdogs, Colts money line. I, I saw Atlanta's one-point favorites. Um, I don't know who's starting quarterback. Um, Hi, Nikki. They announced today. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm taking that off my card. I'm a Heineke believer. Same. Um, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm my only underdog now is going to be Titans plus three against the Seahawks. I imagine Drew Locke will be starting again this week. Um, I don't know if Levis is playing, but they. I imagine they'll go to Tannehill, um, who didn't look great when he came in for an injured Levis. But this Titans team is just weird. Some days they, some games they look good. Some games they look bad. Derrick Henry might be washed. It could just be the O line. Oh, that's um, terrible. Yeah, I know. I saw. I think it's a combo of both. I saw a clip you retweeted, but I've been on the Derrick Henry wash train for all year. Yeah. Um, my two locks over thirty six and a half in the Bengals Steelers game. Uh, I mean, I think 36 is a low. I know you have that in a, the AFC North where it's always low scoring, but Jake Browning has put up points. The Steelers team honestly looks checked out. Um, I mean, and the Bengals gave up, what, 24, 27 points to Nick Mullins? Uh, and then my other lock is the under Jags Bucks 43 and a half. Uh, this Jags offense is terrible. Um, I have a new prop again. I'm starting Trevor Lawrence is a bust. Yeah, uh, and then this Bucks, this Bucks offense. Yes, Baker looked great last week. Had a perfect passer rating. Um, but I still think this Jags defense is still pretty good. I mean, they only allowed what 23 points to Lamar Jackson this past week. Yeah. So, and honestly, once Mike Evans reaches a thousand yards every year, he pretty much stops caring about football. So. <laughs> Dude, Mike Evans is look, people, people side rant number one of two things. Um, yeah, Derrick Henry is 30 years old. People need to remember that the Titans have ran him into the ground the past six years. And it's not a stretch to say he's washed. Number two, um completely forgot what I was saying. Completely left my mind. Uh oh, Mike Evans needs to get his flowers. Uh people sleep on him, never have him in the top wide receiver combo. He's a top five wide receiver of our generation. So, yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say, Jack? So, um, I mean, this is, I think we got a really good card this week. I'm not going to lie. I think there's a lot of really good games. Uh, enjoy Christmas football and Christmas basketball, man. What? It's, it's going to be a great, great Christmas. Um, but I guess hey, that's, you know what? Yeah. We'll have to. We'll make our own. We're not gonna make a podcast because I don't know enough basketball. But me and Jack will put together a. We'll put a slip on, Chuck Talk, underscore on Instagram if you want to tell our Christmas bets. How about yeah. that, Jack? Because I know you're gonna be doing it. So. Oh yeah, need to make that money, uh, baby. 
Yeah. So check out our socials. We'll have uh, both cards on there. Um, and yeah, thank you and God bless.